0: We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Who's been enjoying the Blessed Life series? Who's felt a stretch, a few tugs? I uh, know last week, um, Pastor Robert Morris, who was the author of the Blessed Life series, we, 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 um, we used one of his clips on teaching. And, and who knows the tension between being generous and, and, and being, I guess, stingy, because that's the word that the Bible uses. Uh, yeah, and so this is a series that um, I pray is provoking. Um, and, and so you're allowed to amen it, or you're allowed to... Ugh, because <laughs> who knows when it comes to finance, there is a oh, there is a oh my goodness, and um, but that's the journey that we we go on. That's something that the Lord te- takes us through. And uh, I know by the end of this series and the different testimonies that you will hear, especially next week, um, the challenge to 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 step into the into the fullness of God's word around finances will um, will be a blessing to you. And um, Desiree and my own life, there's been areas that we we've slowly stepped in. There were times where we gave um, an amount of money, but then we we then was challenged by the Holy Spirit to to up that and to lift it and to another amount of money and, and another amount of money. But we've we've just seen the Lord bless us so much. Um, and here's the thing: around this whole topic of finances, it is never, never about the church receiving more money. That is actually an overflow. That is, a, that's, what it is about is about you stepping into the full flow of the blessing and the principles of God that He has for you in your life. We wanna see you blessed. That's a good thing. Um, but I, I wanna encourage you, you, uh, you should want to be blessed as well. Yes. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. It's biblical that you should be blessed. But there is a formula, there is ways that we step into the principles of God and He will pour out His blessing on you. And so this morning we're going to continue on with, uh, I pray that there's, there's a spirit of blessing in this room. There's a spirit of receiving in this room because you are awesome, right? Yes, you are. Just helping you out this morning. I'm the one who's jet-lagged here, not you guys. <laughs> uh, I took, when I left India, it took me 44 hours to get home. Uh, it's just so, so uh, like, help me out this morning, all right? Um, and so this, this, is, this is here to bless you. Um, but it will be a grapple. But, and I pray it's a grapple because when we need God in our life, that's where faith kicks in. Right? And so I pray that then, and if you want to talk about it more, come and talk about it more. Talk to your e-groups more about it, e-group leaders more about it. Um, but I know you will be blessed uh, from this series. Um, I, want to, I want to use two scriptures, uh, or there's actually three main scriptures, in Matthew chapter seven, um, and then also in Luke. Oh, this thing's gone a little bit small on me. That's all right. We'll get there. Talk to yourselves. All right. Tell a few jokes. Um. Anyone get a good joke? <laughs> no one. All right. Okay. Technology is frozen. That's all good. Alright, Matthew chapter 7. Are we good? Okay. It's all about the heart. Today, the title of this message is It's All About the Heart. Um, It's not about the head. It's not about the hand. It's all about your heart. And uh, this is what we're going for. We're going at your heart this morning. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. Um, and and it really is, it's a heart attitude. And so in Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 1 through to 20, uh, before we read the Scripture, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of Your Holy Spirit, as we open the Word of God, I pray, Lord, that it would be translated, it would be revealed, it would be spoken, it would be taught, and it would be received. I pray, Lord, for every person today, Lord, that as they're listening, uh, that something is, is a, there's agreement here or there's faith being built. I uh, pray, Lord, that there's, a, there's an open uh, heart to go on this journey. I thank you, Lord, for everyone here in Dunedin. I thank you, Lord, for everyone out in Mosgiel. Um, Lord, I just pray for every person and their families, Lord, that they'd be living a blessed life. And so, Holy Spirit, come and move in our lives in Jesus' name. Lord, help me this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 20. And then we've got Luke chapter 6, verses uh, 37 through to 38. It says this in verse 7 of Matthew Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Um, let's read Luke chapter 6, verse 37 through 38. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will it be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Who knows that they were the same scriptures, just in different gospels? So different, same teaching, someone's written them down a little bit differently. But essentially, uh, the writers have written this down from the teachings of Jesus. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. And so in these scriptures, they're there to help us, they're there to teach us, they're there for us to learn through stuff. And so with with it, these are the same scriptures. Let's look at what's in between them, though. Because there's a great scripture that's in between them that a lot of preachers and a lot of teachers use when they start talking about giving, right? And uh, so let's go into it. Um, it's the famous reference on verse 38, um, where it says, "Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, it will be put into your bosom." Who likes that? <laughs> yes. Talk to me, church. That's a good Scripture, right? Are we we all too proud to not want to be blessed? Because that's the only reason we don't want to be blessed is because we're prideful. Uh, Jesus died on the cross to give you life and life in its fullness. Uh, So if if the only thing that holds us back is our own pride, I will receive everything that Jesus died for on the cross for me with. Uh, You can take it one step at a time if you'd like. But for me, I want to receive everything. Uh, If I'm lucky, I'm going to get 80 to 100 years on this planet. And I want every part of it to be blessed and full with the grace of God on my life. He can give me whatever He wants. uh, And He's given me life and life in its fullness. My life felt full, very, very full last week. Emotionally full last week. When you're sitting in the outskirts of India preaching the gospel, that's a full life. That's seeing people respond to Jesus, seen, seeing demons being cast out of people. That's a full life. My life feels full living here in Dunedin. I've got a beautiful house. I've got a beautiful family. I want you to have a full life. I believe God has a full life for you, a blessed life for you, amen? So I'm passionate about this, this topic. But it says, give and it will give to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That is a good Scripture. See, giving this morning, I wanna tell you, is a heart issue. When you give, you're gonna get more back. Right, it's true, it's biblical. You sow and you reap. Give and it's gonna be given to you. But the problem is we get lured into this or, or, or it's, it's, it's articulated slightly um, or interpreted wrong because there's, there's good preaching out there that says give and you're gonna get back. But that is not the motive, right? That's not the motive. The motive, that's the overflow of the heart. The, 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 the motive is that I'm giving because I want to I be generous. I want to give to God. I want to give Him my whole life. The, the getting back is just an overflow from it. Right? Who, who knows that when you've given something, uh, just because you can, that, that's a joyful thing, right? Because what, what Jesus says is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And so there's a joyful, man, I felt blessed, felt so blessed being able to give my time, and, and, and serve the people of India. So blessed. Man, there's joy in my heart. I sat with Pastor Banu as we were leaving at the airport in tears, just going, man, you're doing an awesome job here. It wasn't because I was tired. It wasn't because I was ill. I wasn't ill. Praise the Lord. Thank you for praying. <laughs> Amen. But I felt so blessed because I'd given time, treasure, talent. And so the same, you will be blessed. The overflow, is it? But see, it's not about that we don't be generous to get we be generous because that's what God has asked us to be. Remember that the, the, we, are, we, are, we are righteous in God's sight, but then the function of our righteousness is generosity. Living a life of generosity is what God has called us to do. Amen. When you give, you'll get more back. But we need to look at the context in which it was written. It's written about our heart. Why is it written about our heart? Because let's look at the context. Let's look at what it says. It says, "Look, it's going to, you're going to get given back. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. These things will, um, these things are true. When you give, but if we look at the context, not just the giving side of things, uh, we know it's a hard issue. Let's let's open it up just a little bit more. Um, verse thirty-seven, going back to. Uh, uh, Luke it says judge not and you shall not be judged condemn not and you shall not be condemned forgive and you will be forgiven it's a hard it's a hard issue but the prob- the issue that we have here right because the give and it will be given back to you pressed down shaken together running over is not just for the giving side of things it's for the condemnation side of things too it's for the judging side of things as well. It's for the condemnation. It's for, it's for your whole heart attitude. Everyone just go, ouch, <laughs> right? Because it's whatever, however you give, however you judge is gonna come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. However you condemn someone is gonna come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, right? This is what the Scripture is saying. So the Lord's not just talking about being generous. He's talking about our whole heart issue. Who's found it hard to forgive someone? Come on, everyone would have. But that's what the Lord's saying, that the way that you forgive someone is the way that you've been forgiven. And it's gonna come back to you pressed down, shaken together, running over. If you're judging someone, how is it going to come back to you? You're going to get judged, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So we're talking about our whole heart this morning. We're not just talking about our pocket and our wallet at all. This is a principle that the Lord is trying to teach us about in our entire heart. Um, have you ever been in a place of overflow? Yeah. Um, I know. I know some of the students around here and And, uh, you know, sometimes when you go to a a Chinese smorgasbord, right, there's there's the takeaway container. The the, the only rule is that you're supposed to be able to shut the lid, right? That's the rule. You can get however you—and so there's techniques. There's many techniques. Um, If you want to know some, come and talk to me. I know a few of them, but— but you go to a, a Chinese smorgasbord and, and, and you've got your takeaway container. What do you do? You fill that puppy up. You put it in there. You know, you, you, you never put the rice in first because the rice is like sand. It's the small thing that fills up the gaps afterwards. Just, just helping you out. Just helping you out. You're right. <laughs> but, you know, you put that food in there, you press it down. And then you get the next thing that you want. You put it in there, you press it down. And then you get the next bit in there, and the wontons, you can smash that bad boy up. It's still gonna all be good later on. And you push it in there, and then you get the rice later, put it on top, shake it, press it in there, and, and what's happening? You're getting to the point where you're like, Am I gonna get this lid on? There's an overflow happening. This is sort of similar, (laughs) sort of similar. It's about things getting pressed down, shaken together, running over in your life. There's there's things that we can step into. And I pray it's way more than just food, amen? But uh, what is God saying here? What He is saying is, uh, when you give, you will have, uh, have it come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. See, we think about it from a, from a, um, a um, what's the word? Farming point of view, agricultural point of view. You take an apple, what do you do? An apple seed, sorry. You, you, you sow the apple seed. What is this, this one little apple seed? It's planted in the ground. And then a tree grows, right? And then what happens on the tree? You get apples off the tree. And then what happens, what's inside the apple? Seeds. So suddenly one seed can produce so much more. So much more. But, but that's when, when, when we may hear in Christian circles that language, sow a seed, sow a seed. It's very common, that language, sow a seed. But if you sow something and you give it to God, it will come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And again, I want to remind you, that's a hard issue. It's not just finances. It's not just um, generosity. It is condemnation. It is forgiveness. These things, they will come back to you. That's why the Lord encourages us and tells us, cast our cares on Him. Because He doesn't want you to to, to be reaping unforgiveness, to be reaping judgment, to be reaping condemnation, because that's the way you've sowed it. It's going to come back to you the way that you sow it. But the principle works uh, across the board, and you will be blessed when it comes to a financial area of your life. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. See, it's hard issues. Um, for listen to this though for with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you for with the same measure you use it's going to be measured back to you to me that's a really challenging scripture cuz i know i know and i guess you will know as well when you're being generous i know when i'm not being generous uh, another offering's come up or something, I'm like, oh, I'll just do, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just throw, oh, I'll just put something in. You know, I don't, I don't wanna put a number on there, because, but you just know, don't you? You just know whether you're, you're stretching or whether you're being generous or you know if it's just like loose change. This is the thing, the principle here is that's the same way that you'll get back. So if you so loose change, that's the measure. You're going to get measured back to you, loose change. But here's the thing. God's loose change is way better than your loose change. But God's generosity is way better than your generosity. And so there's a measurement here. That There's a principle here of God. Amen. Let's go. Keep going. This is frozen. I keep trying to move it. But um, anyway. When we judge, when we condemn, when we forgive, it's gonna, we're gonna get, receive it the same way, the same measure coming back to us. Um, in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verses seven through 11, I need it to come up on the board. We'll read through there and, and we'll take some things out of it this morning. Hopefully, here we go. If there is among you a poor man of your brethren within any of the gates in your land, Which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother. But you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. Beware lest there be a wicked thought in your heart saying the seventh year, the year of release is at hand. And your eye be evil against your poor brother and you... You give him nothing and he cry out to the Lord against you and it becomes sin among you. You shall surely give to him and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him because of this thing the Lord your God will be will bless you in all your works and in all to which you put your hand. For the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore I command you saying, you shall open your hand wide to your brother to to your poor and your needy in your land. All right, this is good. So I wanna go through this and, and share some points out of it this morning. Generosity uh, is, is to the people that are around us, to the poor, that to the everyone that, who needs. Every single person in Dunedin needs, right? We all need, one way or another. And so let's open our heart. Um so let's bring some context into this a little bit. Where it says the year of release, the seventh year, and it says be, beware that it, your eye doesn't bring a wicked thought into your body. In, in context here, the, the culture of the day, that whenever you lent money to someone, there's the year of release that comes up on the seventh year. And so the seventh year comes up and basically the person either restores the loan to you, and, or if they can or if they can't, you're called to release that person from that loan. Who would like that to be a thing we institute to banks this day and age? <laughs> Your mortgage is gonna be paid off by the seventh year one way or another. That'd be a good thing. Um, but this culture is, a, why? Because they don't like living in debt. Debt is not a good thing. And so there is a year of release. And so we, learn this, we can learn some things from the scripture. So the first thing that we can deal with, we've got to learn from this, is dealing with a selfish heart. Who knows that we have a selfish heart? We're all about ourselves. We were born that way, but now Jesus has come to help us lose that way. Let's keep going. It says this, Beware... uh, Least there be a wicked thought in your heart saying, The seventh year, the year of release is at hand, and your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing, and he cry out to the Lord against you, and it becomes sin among you. Selfishness produces sin. If we think about this context, what it says there is that you're thinking about the year of release that is coming up, so you choose not to then give. So I'm not going to lend to this person because next year is the year of release and I know they're not going to be able to give back to me and so I'm not going to choose to give to that person. This is what this context is talking about. And so what does it mean? There's, there's, selfishness produces sin because that's what it says here, right? Um, and your eye to be evil against the poor brother. And then you cry out and it becomes sin among you. Selfishness is sin. Isn't that a, 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 a bit of a shock? When we're holding on to ourselves, selfishness is sin. Why? But there's the year of relief. Um, the Lord here is dealing with our selfishness. If it's all about the heart, when it comes... So we're not even talking about finances yet, really. We haven't even got to tithing. Because we've got to get to our heart first. Because the revelation of generosity and the revelation of giving has to come from your heart. If it doesn't come from your heart, you you will get offended yeah. because you think that you're doing a business deal with God. No, but you're aligning your heart with the principles of God, and it's by faith that you're learning. So we've got to deal with selfishness in our heart. Um, question: Why did the Lord invent giving? Don't have to answer it. I'll answer it for you. So he can deal with our selfishness. That's really about it. Some of you are like, no problem. Easy. I can do that. Most of the time, though, it's with a few strings attached. Right? Hey, I'm just talking about myself here, not you guys. I'm like, yeah, I can give, but I, uh, you know, a few strings attached here. Um, I'm still trying to get to the point where I can just give without, most of the time I can get there. But there's some times where I'm just like, oh, oh, anyone else? Um, but here, yeah, selfishness is there to test to, 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 to test us. It's to challenge us, to say, you know, can we, can we believe? And the, the most joyful, happy people in the world are the ones that are generous in their heart. Generous is their words, generous with their life, generous with their homes, generous with their heart. You've been able to, if you're generous with your heart, you're not living in condemnation. You're not living in judgment. You're not living in, 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 in um, unforgiveness. You're living free. You've got the Lord blessing you. Um, this is what helps us to bring breakthrough. Having a generous heart. Being able to release her, release pain. Um, Let's keep going. Here's the thing is we've been born getters. Yeah? Anyone had a baby recently? All you're doing is giving to that thing. (laughs) Thing. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Okay. I get three jet lag um, things. Um, Baby. All you do is giving, giving to that child. Because you love them, but all that they're not giving you anything. I mean, when they come out, they don't even smile, it takes a couple of days to get a smile out of them. They're all, but they are giving you joy, amen. They're giving you lack of sleep, they're giving you nappies. And here's the thing is, they grow up and they still give you. Some smiles, (laughs) they'll give you, still give you pain. They'll still give you, but they'll give you a whole lot of joy as well, right? So don't get me wrong. But as we grow, our our goal is that we're born again, right? When we're born again as a believer, when we're born again as a Christian, uh, we're there to renew our minds. And suddenly it's not about us, it's about who. It's not about our world, but it's like whose world can we bless? Can we bless? Um, You know, I was just recently over, and I'm sure there's some very proud parents in this room. But um, I was really blown away with Erin Beamish. We were over in Calcutta, and she was she's over there currently, uh, working with an organisation, and she's just chosen to go over there for a, a period of time. Uh, on her own finances, on her own time, to go and walk with an work with an organisation to help train and set them up so they can then train and set up other, other uh, the local people in their nation. And it was just such a I was, I was blown away by her her generosity of just she's out there by herself. She didn't go with anyone. She went with a mission and a purpose and a call of God in her heart. And it was such a delight and such a joy for us to be able to meet with her and just hear what she's doing. She's obviously, she's connecting in with Banu and Dina over there and, and going to the church. But man, it was just so amazing that she's, she's now out there just doing something that God's placed on her heart. For the joy of the Lord, you know we're born getters, but let's let's transform our heart from being selfish to being thinking of other people before ourselves. Amen. Let's keep going. Number two, uh, let's. It says here we've got to deal with a grieving heart. Why does God have to use the word grieve? I can understand the word grieve when it, when it comes to death. Or, or a broken relationship or, or something that's been uh, um, traumatic and there's been a deep hurt and a deep pain and you're grieving um, something. But the Lord uses this word grieve here. Um, and, and, and it says, You shall surely give to Him and your heart should not be grieved. When you give to Him, because for this thing, the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all of which you put your hand. Um, the Lord is saying, if I can just get you to have a generous heart, then this is what I will do for you. If, you can, if we get to having a place where a generous heart, um, He's going to bless you. He will he will move in your life, and but there's this word grieve there, because um, I know I've been in this situation, and and even Pastor Robert Morris taught on this last week the 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 um, the tension between giving. And, and 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 that spirit of mammon, you're like ah oh, that 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 place. I know I've experienced this, but there's a there, we've got to break that that grieving spirit. That because even around finances, um, you know, that, that gets into your heart and it gets into your spirit. But let's, the way that you break it is by going in the opposite spirit, spirit and you be blessing. And you be generous to people in their world. Well. Let's deal with our grieving heart. Um, the only way that you've got to change grieving is to joy. And what is it? What is happy, more happy uh, than those that give than it is to receive. And so again, the principle here, we've got to deal um, with our grieving heart. Selfishness attacks us before we give, grieving attacks us after we give. Right? We're like, oh, we've got this struggle. We're selfish and we don't wanna, we don't wanna give into it. But then, then we do give. And then suddenly we're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I wish I could have had that back or, or whatever. And so we've got to break that off. No, get into a place where we just freely give and then freely you'll receive. And so let's break off. Uh, it'll become a joyful um, spirit in our heart. The other day, Um, Desiree rang me up and she said do you know what has just happened? I'm like no because you're calling me. Um, She said I just got a parking ticket. I'm like oh we used to live in London parking tickets were 100 quid so I'm like parking tickets are needed so what? Um, (laughs) It's $12 or something. Uh, No and she goes we got a parking ticket for $200. I'm like What? And uh, and because someone in the family, whose responsibility I shall make nameless, um, to register their vehicles, um, may have failed in that area, and had totally forgotten about it, and so um, that person is now in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, hopefully the live streaming and and to Mosgill and my wife out there she forgives me, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but man, I, I get an, I, now I've got to pay this stupid parking ticket. I even wrote a really nice letter to the Dunedin City Council. Um, but basically, you get a month's leeway. As soon as you're over that month, don't even try. Um, but I was grieved. I was like, oh, I don't want to, oh, I was annoyed. But whenever I've given a $200 offering, it's not a problem because you're giving it into something that you want to give it into. And so there's, you get attacked straight away after you give, but you just got to say, hey, you know what? I'm happy about it. Lord's going to lead you. Lord's going to guide you. So let's deal with a selfish heart, deal with a grieving heart. Um, you know, I've been a little bit tired uh, just flying back from, from overseas and, I reckon tonight or this afternoon it would be nice if I'd go out for lunch with someone. Probably like to a really nice place, a really nice restaurant in town somewhere. Um, But you know what would be great if it's just someone would like, if they were prepared to shout me for lunch, that would be awesome. Oh, Kale, is that you? Oh, thanks, man. Champion. Isn't that nice, Kale? Oh. Are you going to give me your PIN number as well? Paywave. Pay it only goes up to $80 though. <laughs> we're, going to eat, we're going to eat more than $80, man. Especially if you're coming. Um, <laughs> um, who knows why it was easy for Kyle to come up here? Because this is my card. <laughs> I gave it to him earlier. Um... And it's a funny illustration. And if you've watched this on the Robert Morris Blessed Life, he, he does the same thing. Um, but the, the, really the point that he's trying to get across is that it's real easy to, to jump up and give to something that God's calling you to give into when you realise that He's given it to you first. Right? It's not yours anyway. And, and that's the principle of like when it comes to, is knowing that it's not ours is knowing that everything that God's given to us is His. We get to steward it. And and then He only asks of 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 a, of a tithe of a tenth uh, back, and we're gonna get into that next week, not this week. Um, and we get to use 90% of everything that God gives to us. We can choose where it goes and what it goes to. Isn't that awesome? For the Lord only asks us to return a tithe of a tenth. Um, and so to break that that. That grieving spirit is is just a little step into a life of generosity, to know that everything is God's anyway. It's not ours, it's His. Um, So again, I wanna encourage you, let's deal with a a selfish heart. Let's deal with a grieving heart. The number three, and we're almost finished, is is, um, develop a generous heart. Um. It goes on and it says, "You shall supply him liberally," which means generously. Um, and so, again, developing a generous heart. The person there is the year of the seventh year is coming up, but the Lord says, "You shall supply him generously." Supply him like let's not be like, "Oh, how much can I get away with?" That's not what God's wanting us to do here. You know, when it comes to um, uh, you know His children. God doesn't, wasn't just there thinking, oh, how much can I get away with? I wonder if I could just send Jesus' foot. <laughs> Funny, eh? Not really. God's not there going, I wonder what I could get away with. He's there going, I wonder what it's going to take and what I need to do. And He knew in heaven, He knew from the beginning of time, sorry, from, from when He created us, He knew that the only way for mankind to be redeemed back to Him through the blood of Christ, which was His Son. And so He's like, no, I'm not going to, well, how much can I get away with? A little pinky? No, I, I, I have to give everything that I've got. And He gave His one and only Son. And So that we could have life. And so our Father in heaven is not trying to go, oh man, I wonder what we could get away with today. I don't want to bless. No, He gave everything to you and for me. And so this morning I want to encourage you, let's not see what we can get away with. Let's let, and it's, and it, well, because He wants to give you life and life in its fullness. When we understand this, this business around blessing, around generosity, God is the most generous person uh, that, that you could ever know. Because I don't know anyone else that's given their son, that redeems my sin. No one's done it. No one. He died for you and He died for me. And I pray this morning that there's a heart of generosity being developed in your heart. In Luke chapter six, there's some previous scriptures to the ones that I read and I'll find it in my Bible because it's only, (laughs) I've got it half frozen on my page for some reason. So I'll read it out properly. Um. Did you guys get that? Is that going to come up? Yep. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men uh, to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, uh, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, for he uh is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore be merciful, just as the Father also is merciful. And that's it. So we see this 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 theme coming through here. You can do you can be like that, but also sinners are like that. You can do that, and sinners are like that. So this is not, there's not a difference. But then then we're talking here, if we just put up the last two verses, please. That one's good. Sorry. Go back to that last one. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father was also merciful to you. That's where we're getting to this morning. And the worship team can jump up. That'd be awesome. We're getting to that point where where God was first merciful to us. God gave everything to us. We're the ones that were sinners. We're the ones that were condemned. But first Christ died for us. He, this is where John three sixteen comes in. For God so loved the world that He gave. He gave His one and only Son so that whoever might believe in Him will not perish and have eternal life. The heart of a generous Father gave everything so that we could be redeemed on the cross. And so developing a generous heart then leads also to developing a grateful heart. I wonder this morning where we're at. I wonder where, what God's doing and what's sharing. And I know I've struggled a little bit with my notes because I'm almost, I'm not, I'm not blind, but I, I can't read. You try and read this. Right? You just try and read this. No. And normally I zoom in, I can read it a little bit easier. But I believe that the Holy Spirit's moving. I believe that, you know, we've got to deal with a selfish heart. We've got to deal with a a grieving heart. But then let's develop a generous heart. Let's develop a grateful heart. A grateful heart first just says thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you died and you rose again for me if you can start there then you start then applying that to everything else in your life because the Lord's done it for every area of your life thank you Lord for the skills and the talents that you've given me thank you Lord for the people that you've put in my world thank you Lord for the friends, family thank you Lord for and we start saying thank you because it's the Lord that's given us everything because we develop a thankful heart. That's why it says, enter into His gates with thanksgiving. Psalm 100 verse 3. Then come into His courts with praise. Thankfulness. And, and, and accepting what Jesus has done for us is the first way to develop a grateful heart. And then developing a generous heart is you just got to start doing it. You've got to break that grieving spirit there that you've got to break that that challenge that, that's operating. Or the devil's just saying, no, you don't need to do that. Or the, or the Lord just saying, come on, step into the blessings that I have for you. Align your heart with the Word of God and He'll lead you and He'll guide you into it. And that's where you start developing a generous heart. But friends, it's not even just around As I said, going right back to the beginning. It's around our whole heart issue. See, a lot of times we won't even step into being generous with our finances because we haven't even been generous with our forgiveness. You're still holding on to unforgiveness because you've been offended by someone. Why don't you just start there? That'll bless you. Maybe that person doesn't deserve to be forgiven. I don't don't know the circumstances. I don't know the situation. But I want to tell you something as well. This might sound a little harsh. But you didn't deserve to be forgiven as well. But Jesus decided to come and die on the cross for you and for me. And so if, if the Lord thought you were worthy of forgiveness, that other person that you might be forget, hurt, offended with, that person's worthy of forgiveness too. Maybe you're judgmental. I'm not pointing or looking at anyone. But if the Lord was judgmental, where would we be right now? Oh, you don't deserve that. No, of course we don't deserve it, but the Lord chose not to judge us and so again let's start there with our heart let's not be judgmental because let's not condemn people when it comes to being generous we're actually taking on the character of God and we're putting off our old nature but putting on the new nature of Christ he's the most generous person that has ever lived he didn't have to at all come into this earth, this planet. But He chose because He loves us so much. Now we choose on how we want to live our life. Let's be generous with our heart. Let's be generous with, with everything that's in here. Not just around finances, not just around giving. But Let's be generous with our whole heart so why don't we stand and, and I'm just gonna pray and in Mosgill we'll hand back in a, in a minute to Pastor Desiree I think it's Psalm 51 but after David messed up and King David messed up with Bathsheba and all that he wrote this psalm and it just says create in me a clean heart O Lord and renew a right spirit within me I'm not saying that people have got bad hearts or anything like that but there's even our areas this morning I'm going to pray Lord create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit and maybe there's areas this morning that you also want to say to the Lord Lord create in me a clean heart but here's the, here's the thing Renew our right spirit. Right? Not, not, not a hurtful, not an unforgiving, but a generous spirit. A generous, a generosity over all those areas. And so Lord, right now across this room, we just we just humbly come before you. Lord, create in me a clean heart. And Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Lord, I pray for every single person, Lord. Whatever area they have being generous in, out of their heart, Lord. I pray, Lord, that You would help them with this. I pray, Lord, that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding would just come and meet every single person. I pray, Lord, that there'd be a joy that starts overflowing out of their lives and out of their spirit. I pray, Lord, for Your grace again to just be known even more and even more and even more. And so, Lord, we praise You. And Holy Spirit, as we go from from today, this morning, and and I just believe there's people who just need to go and write down a letter. You don't need to post it. You just need to write down a letter. Maybe it is to just to say I'm forgiving this person or I'm not going to be judgmental anymore or I'm, I'm going to start stepping into being generous. Whatever it is, I just feel like there's, there's people who just need to write a letter and and just post it to themselves. Just take a faith step and let the Holy Spirit move in your world. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit com.